Welcome to Teach Back Tuesday, where we play the most popular episodes from the previous season. Be sure to visit KeepTheHeart.com for the fall conference schedule and to check out our online shop. There's also an option to donate to the podcast if you'd like to become a supporter. This episode, Trusting God with Trust Issues, was so immediately relatable that it had hundreds of downloads within the first few hours of release. Thousands of downloads later, it's still a very popular episode. We say that we trust God, but our behaviors often contradict our words. Fearful fretting, which is so easy to do, by the way, is a clear sign that our trusting God needs work. Let's listen again. I fly a lot, so I end up checking a lot of bags throughout the years, and sometimes I'm nervous about checking a bag. Do you feel that way? I was coming home from a trip in December, and I had quite a few things in that bag that were gifts, and some of them were special ornaments and other things like that. Even some specialty foods were in there, in their packages, unopened. And sure enough, when I got home and I unpacked, a lot of things were missing. I can never prove who touched them or who took them but it makes it hard for me to trust when I check a bag. Do you have problems with trust? Thank you for joining Keep the Heart for today's podcast with Francie Taylor. Francie is an author, teacher, and conference speaker. Sharing lessons from the Word of God is her passion. Now, back to today's important study. It's understandable when we struggle to trust people we don't know, and sometimes even people that we do know who have proven to be untrustworthy. But what about God? Do we trust Him? We can have confidence in God. He has more than proven Himself, and we're so safe and secure in Him. But why do we still have so many worries and fears? Why are we so burdened, worrying and fretting about things? I think that we have trust issues, don't we? In Isaiah 26, verses 3 through 4, we see a powerful passage about trust. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Let's consider five observations together in relationship to trust issues. First of all, trusting in the Lord helps us Commit our lives to the Lord. Psalm 37, 5 really spells this out for us where it says, Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. A committed way, as it says in this verse, is not under our control. It's in God's hands. Now that makes me chuckle because there was a previous episode about control issues, and if you didn't get to listen to it, go back and check that one out. But we don't like it when things aren't under our control, do we? But will you trust God with your plans? If he wants to alter your plans, will you trust him? Will you trust God with your loved ones, especially if God decides that he's going to number their days shorter than what you would like? Will you trust God with your problems, even if they seem impossibly big? It's so important that we get to a point in our lives where we really mean it when we say we trust God. Otherwise, it's just lip service. We're just mouthing the words and we're just singing songs related to trust. And we maybe are even memorizing verses. But if we have no intention of applying it, it really is in vain. 
Now, God's word will never return void, but we can certainly live without his power by our own choice. Trusting in the Lord helps us to commit our lives to him. That means we're going to commit our way. Number two, trusting in the Lord conquers fear of circumstances. In Psalm 56, 4, and actually if we look at 3 and 4 together, because you know 3, but a lot of times people don't go on and check out number 4 with it. Psalm 56, 3 is familiar where it says, What time I am afraid I will trust in thee. There's that key word of our study. But did you know that verse 4 says, In God I will praise his word. In God I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. That's a bold verse right there. And when we're trusting God like that, then we're not afraid of circumstances. Understand that we have a natural aversion to change, but this limits what the Lord can do with us. We have to get over our clinging to what's comfortable because change is how God grows us. He uses changes in our lives to take us out of our comfort zones and put us in the discomfort zone where growth happens. Also understand that when we learn how to let God have our fears and worries, it increases our trust. In other words, fear and worry are signs of a lack of trust in God. So when we yield those areas to him, we're growing our trust. Trade worry for peace. Remind yourself every now and then of the passage in Philippians 4, 6 through 7, which says, be careful for nothing. In other words, don't be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. That's a great reminder for us, and it helps us to remember that we really can choose to trade our worries and fears for the peace of God. Number three out of five, trusting in the Lord defeats an unhealthy fear of man. Psalm 56, 11 says, In God have I put my trust. I will not be afraid what man can do unto me. The fear of man is such a trap, and it's common. We struggle often with the thought of what other people are thinking. But we need to back away from that because Proverbs 29, 25 tells us that it's a snare. It's a trap. Trusting in the Lord defeats that snare. Consider these few things under number three. First of all, don't allow cultural confusion to cause you to doubt God's word. The world is confused. That's what life is like without God. But you don't need to go into that confusion. Stick with scripture like superglue. The word of God is not going to lead you into confusion. And God is never confused about where he wants us to go. So be careful about allowing yourself to steep so heavily in reports on the news and shared posts that go back and forth on social media. Things that can get you all riled up are not going to help your trust. Also, don't let the lack of godliness tempt you to become ungodly. Well, they're changing everything about how they live, so I'm going to change everything about how I live. Oh, really? Then it didn't matter that much to you. When things matter to us from a biblical point of view, in other words, when we're doing something because we just want to please the Lord, we're not going to dump it because someone else doesn't live that way. In fact, that won't even register on our radar. And finally, under number three, don't let the us-against-them news reports make you afraid to be a witness in this generation. We cannot stop sharing the gospel. 
We want to see people saved. We want them to have the freedom of life in Christ. Be careful about overdosing on news reports that make you afraid to be a witness. Just remember, someone was bold enough to witness to you. And at the time that they did that, they thought the culture was in trouble too. It's been this way for a while. So please be a witness. And remember, trusting in the Lord defeats an unhealthy fear of man. Number four out of five, trusting in the Lord helps us to stay spiritually focused. God wants our eyes to stay on him. We do that by staying in scripture. Listen to Psalm 141 verse eight, but mine eyes are unto thee, O God, the Lord, in thee is my trust. Leave not my soul destitute. The psalmist said, mine eyes are unto thee, O God, the Lord. It's an interesting phrasing. I love how it's written. It's like he's emphasizing, I'm looking at you. I mean you, God. So when times are hard, and they will be because they come in and out like a rotation, if we're already walking with God, our eyes will be on him. Our focus will be in the right place. But if we're not walking with God, we'll be really, really shaken up when something hard hits us. We need our focus in the right place. How do we improve our spiritual focus? Try word studies. If you haven't done this in your Bible study personally, start trying to do some word studies. They're really very fascinating and engaging. You'll get really into it. Here's a good word study. Trust. Look that word up in Scripture. In Old and New Testament, study all the times it comes up in Scripture. And watch how God teaches you what he wants you to know about trust and trusting him in particular. Here's another great word study. Wait. Oh my goodness, the training that comes from looking up that word, I have to do a whole nother episode on it. Another great word study, hope. These are all examples of word studies that we can do in scripture that improve our spiritual focus. So trusting in the Lord helps us to stay spiritually focused. And finally, number five, trusting in the Lord keeps us seeking him. Psalm 9 verse 10 and they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. Seeking God is resorting to him, studying him, following him. Now that means we're going to do these things in good times and bad. It also means that we're going to get to know him so that we can copy him. When you don't know God, it's hard to imitate him, isn't it? If we really mean it when we sing, where he leads, I'll follow, then it should show in our lives. Trusting in the Lord keeps us seeking him, resorting to him, studying him, and most of all, following him. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. We may have trust issues. But those trust issues shouldn't be with God. You've been listening to Keep the Heart with Francie Taylor. Subscribe to this podcast and be sure to follow Keep the Heart on Instagram. For more from Francie, visit keeptheheart.com for devotionals, books, Bible studies, and more. Visit keeptheheart.com today. Thank you for listening.